0: So it's many annoying, movies to pick from. What are it's we going to be watching? Be, oh, this
1: one, Mrs. D- <laughs> <laughs> oh,
0: what oh, is Fight it? Fight Club.
2: Fight Club. Oh. Yes. I'm Change a of fan. pace.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Three gay zennials embark on a nostalgic journey, revisiting beloved 90s movies from the past. As we press play,
1: a question lingers. Will our memories stand strong and be trusted, or are our recollections busted? And we're back at it for episode three of Trusted or Busted. Hey. How, How have we all been? Good, good. How have you been? Yeah, good, good Excellent. mind
0: blown by this movie <laughs> it Love is it, good. reliving just,
2: it Just introduce ourselves, my name is Scott I'm Oddie
1: And I'm Minty And yeah, mind blown, I had forgotten quite a bit of it But um, how about we do a bit of a recap And uh, when we first pulled it out of the bucket
2: This was our first thoughts
1: <laughs> First memories of Fight Club the plot twist in that oh, just true. blew my mind. It's yeah. such a clever plot. plot true, twist. true. Yeah. Really good plot twist. Just I was, I had to go back and rewatch the movie. Like, I was yeah. like, how? Th- what? How the hell? What?
0: because <laughs> yeah. you do, don't you? Once, once you find out what's what's happened, it's sort of like Sixth Sense. It is. Where it you is. have to go back and, and you start and,
2: watching it from a whole different perspective. Yeah. yeah. Um, my, one of my f- memories as soon as I think of Fight Club is IKEA. <laughs> You know he's going into it the house, and there's all the little things he sees everything as IKEA. Like an IKEA catalog. Do you remember that? Oh no, oh, I loved no. that. I loved that because oh. I think at the time I was just moving out of home and I was buying stuff for the house and looking at the IKEA catalog all the time. Oh. So I could kind of relate to the the oh, IKEA okay. guy. When you watch it again this yeah. time, you'll know what oh, I mean. I'll, I'll
1: <laughs> well, yeah, because I'm such an IKEA like well, you are now fan now. <laughs> Half my furniture in this house is <laughs> IKEA. You'll see, you'll see the IKEA yeah. Thing. yeah, yeah. What about you? What about you? In
0: um, the the one scene that sticks in my mind. Is when he's beating himself up in the street. He's oh. having he's having the fight, but you're like you go back when and you, you realise realize, it's yeah, on his own. <laughs> and and just yeah, that that's the one thing that sticks in my that's mind. Right. Yeah. And the, and of course, the rules of Fight Club is that you don't talk about Fight Club. So right.
2: That's that's big part of pop, pop culture now. Think as absolutely. Well, isn't it? All right, so that's what we're going to be watching this week. And but hang on, nobody's oh,
1: mentioned um, the fact that Brad Pitt is shirtless. Oh. Is that oh, not fucking
2: a- hot? That's a memory. Yeah. Yeah, it's a given, though. I I thought
1: (laughs) either one of you would have brought that up, but...
2: Okay, Brad Pitt. Hot, (laughs) shirtless. So, what did you think? Well, I didn't realise. So,
0: in my first impressions, I said that I remember the, the fight scene... Where you realise that he um, is fighting himself? Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, in the bar, like in the car park of the bar. Mm-hmm. I didn't realise that that happened so early on in the movie. Mm. But again, like it, you cast back to it from when you realise he's beating himself up. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I have a few thoughts about it. Like I really enjoyed it, and I really enjoyed watching it, uh, knowing what the twist was and seeing how they how they made it obvious but not obvious. Yeah. So yeah. that was really interesting. Yeah. But there were a few things that I was like, "Oh, yeah, probably doesn't doesn't really live up to um today's standards of storytelling." Do you want to talk to them, talk about those now or do you want to talk about them later? It's all right, we can we can delve into it a little bit, okay. but that was yeah, just like thinking about it. Yeah, cool. Yeah,
1: cool. Yeah, I think watching it back there was st- so much stuff that I must have just missed when I, you know, watched it the first time or many years ago. Because um, <clears throat> it's not one of the movies that I have on my regular watch list. <laughs> yeah. Um, But yeah, watching it this time with that kind of knowledge of the twist and the ending, I was like, hang on, but how did they do that? And how did they... Who? Yeah, like there's just, I, th- I feel like a few gaps or loopholes, mm-hmm. but...
2: Scott, what did you think? Um, I enjoyed it again. I um, I loved the style of it. Like I'd forgotten how cool Tyler Durden looked. <laughs> I know that's very surface, <laughs> but like the old clothes that he was wearing and the just the look and feel of it, I thought was really cool. I, um, I guess like I was thinking a lot about Toxic Masculinity when I was watching it this time, yeah. which I'm sure I would not have... I don't know, I maybe I considered that before, but I guess it's more part of our, you know, what we think about nowadays. Um, and so I just started to think from a different perspective this time as instead of it just being, like, really cool, maybe it provoking um, current events or things that have happened now that maybe... Would maybe even wouldn't have happened because of this movie and I'm thinking particularly about like mm. Proud Boys and stuff like that. I don't want to go on about that but like there was a lot of things that have kind of happened that are almost like this in real life since this mm. and so yeah, it just just made me think of that a little bit which is not great. <laughs> yeah, well, there was
1: there was a line that Brad or Tyler's character recites where he's very early on when I think it's like the first night of Fight Club and he's talking about you know how he's sick of seeing guys you know chase after or like waste spend their money on fashion labels clothing and fast cars and all that um but then they you know they're killing themselves or um working these jobs that have no meaning to their life just so that they can afford all these things mm. and you know like I only just what rewatched the movie this week But also this week, I was, you know, on the socials, saw this guy who's all over the socials doing all these, like, you know, men helping men. Alpha man type bullshit, yeah. And he said the exact same line and everyone was like, oh my God, that's inspirational. I was like, Uh hang on, but that's... From Fight
2: Club, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah
0: well, yeah. before we get too much into sure, sure. it, <laughs>
2: let's let's give an overview of what the movie is. Sure, sure. So I'll go through that. Um, it was directed by David Fincher. It's called Fight Club, and it came out in nineteen ninety nine. And it was based on the nineteen ninety six novel Fight Club by Chuck Palahniuk. I don't know how to say his surname. I've actually read about three or four of his novels, um, which are quite on in line with this this movie. Actually, I haven't read this one, um, but uh, anyway. There you go. Um, And, of course, the main cast is um, Edward Norton. Um, He's just known as the narrator. We don't really get a name for him. Mm -hmm. Um, And, of course, we have Brad Pitt as Tyler Durden, looking fucking hot. Um, (laughs) I'll try not to go about that too often during this. (laughs) We know it. I've said it now. Okay, we can move on. Yeah, we Um, can move on. We can move on. on. (laughs) We can move on. (laughs) And then Hella Bottom um, Carter plays Marla, and we've got a few um, smaller parts, but they're kind of like big personalities. So we've got Meatloaf um, as Robert Paulson and Jared Leto. I don't I think I'd seen Jared Leto before um,
1: before this. Tell us the synopsis, Clint. Yes, apparently, if you haven't watched it, it's about an insomniac office worker and a devil-may-care soap maker from an underground fight club, um, which evolves into something much more.
2: Ian, tell us about the movie. <laughs> yeah,
0: well, so we, we meet... Uh, this guy who's suffering from insomnia, which, like you said, we don't actually get his name, um, which is really interesting. The whole way through, he's known as the narrator. Well, not in the movie. He goes by different names because he um, he's suffering from insomnia and no one is listening to him. Do you know how frustrating it is? And I'm yeah. sure that people can relate to it. when. What?
2: Is somebody speaking? Is somebody
0: speaking? <laughs> wow. Hilarious. Um, but I, like, I've like i been in situations like that. <laughs> Clint thinks he's so funny. <laughs> oh, you both think you're hilarious. I'm trying to make a point here. <laughs> make it, make it. Okay. Um, yeah, like I know that um, I've, I've coached members at the gym who are like, there's something wrong with me and I've gone to every doctor in the world and like no one's telling me what's wrong. Um, you know, it's just that kind of example where he's going and trying to get help and no one's helping him and just like palming him off or not giving him medication or, you know, all that kind of stuff. So that was really an interesting setup.
1: Yeah, so then he turns to all those, um, you know, people dealing with various yeah, terminals. Uh, he just wants to cry, right? Or, yeah.
2: And it really helps him if he can it's, cry. It's so. so
0: interesting the way that he finds his outlet. It's not a not an okay way of doing it but such an interesting way that by going to those meetings he finally feels heard and finally has an escape or a, a way to be able to, you know, outlet his feelings. Mm. Which
1: until <laughs>
2: <laughs> until good old little Marla comes along. Mm. And Marla's doing the same thing. She's got... She's a... Tur- a I think th- they call her a tourist as yeah, well. Yeah, he calls her a tourist. Yeah, and she's also going there. And uh, it's quite hilarious when she's going to the testicular cancer. Um <laughs> <they're> like, come <laughs> on, no one, come on. No one says anything to her either. No, that's right. Very interesting. Yes.
1: And then and then she's like, well, I have more right to be there than you do because <laughs> you still have your testicular <laughs> line. It's a really good line. Yeah,
2: there's a lot of good lines <laughs> in this. It's, re- it's really well written. Mm.
0: <laughs> yeah, they, they kind of have this weird awkward relationship where they have an agreement because he's been going by that stage for what a year or something yeah, over a year, and then she interrupts his flow and so he goes back to not being able to sleep because he i, I guess it's like putting up a mirror so he then sees himself in marla yeah, i guess so and how much of a fraud she is yeah that he then can't he, he can't Separate that. Mm, mm, true, and, true, and he's true. not
1: getting the care. Maybe is that the right word? The care that he's searching for, or the he says it at one compassion. point something about
2: being um, people will really listen to you when they think you're dying, yeah. rather than just waiting for their turn to speak. Um, I think it's a really cool line as well. Then, yeah, and, but there, it, but it was uh, that seeing that
1: mirror held up in front of him mm, just preoccupies. He could
0: have easily just gone and said, "Oh well, I acknowledge that she's there as well, but I'll just keep going on and pretending who I am." But he couldn't because that was like holding up a mirror to himself. Mm. So, that was quite interesting. So, then they come up with an arrangement that he'll go to some and she'll go to others. And
2: that was such a, a... Bizarre negotiation. <laughs> it's quite funny though. When she's walking into the middle of the road and, you know, cars are coming by the side and she just doesn't even look around. Nobody seems to see her. No. And um, it's just, yeah, it's, it's quite interesting.
0: I was actually kind of waiting for her to get hit. Yeah. Even though I'd, I've seen it before and I knew what was going to happen. Yeah. I was like, oh. <gasps> but the fact that um, in that uh, narrator part yeah. over the top of that, where she didn't really care if she died or not, mm that was clearly visible by Mm. her behaviour in that scene.
2: Yeah. So, that was really interesting. And then our our narrator goes on a business trip and he's on an aeroplane and that's when he first meets our other hero of the movie, Tyler Durden, or maybe anti-hero. Well, prior to that, we get that, that,
0: that experience of him, just the monotony in his life and that kind of just flying from city to city and doing... Insurance assessment after insurance assessment, and the fact that this insurance company uh, just takes no responsibility and does whatever they can to
2: hide the flaws in in their
0: product. Mm,
2: yeah, and he realizes just how terrible what he's actually doing is. Like yeah. people are, people are, human beings are being, you know, hurt as a result. And that probably led from.
0: Uh, led to his insomnia. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the fact that he was just really dissatisfied with his life, which can easily happen. You just get stuck in something. Yeah. And it's easier to deal with the devil you know than try and go somewhere else.
2: Is
1: it relatable, Ian? Are you feel it relatable? <laughs> no, I,
2: I know, your, I know your, your history of previous work. Is it relatable? <laughs> working in an office? Uh, no.
1: Scott, <clears throat> I know you're ancient and I know your eyes are failing you. Here we go. Wow.
0: Okay. But, uh, it took you, what, 10 minutes to Oh, yeah, that that's right. This joke, ongoing. Go on. Speaking of ancient, these jokes.
1: <laughs> no, anyway. Um, but seeing when we see Tyler on the airplane, isn't the first time we see him. Mm. Because oh, when's the first time we see him? No. Because we see him properly as he's on the conveyor belt or the, what do you call it, the horizontal escalator going one way. And oh. the character's coming... Yes yes. But we see him before then as well Because Mm. all throughout the first I don't know 10 minutes or whatever There's like Split second scenes Where you see His character Splashed up Yeah
0: Well there goes my fun fact (laughs) (laughs)
1: Sorry about that
2: I didn't know who it was I thought it was porn Uh, Ah Well Anyway
1: you and your wishful thinking. <laughs>
2: <laughs> okay, the, my point is the first time our narrator meets Tyler yep. Durden, we've He's met on, him before, but the first plane. time narrator meets them is on a plane when he sits down next to him. Mm. And uh, and I was I was watching it, and because it's been a
0: while since I've seen the movie, mm. I was like, what What's the catalyst to finally like ha, has has Tyler existed before this? But this is the first time they're actually meeting. Um, because it's mm. what's the disorder? Dissociative.
2: Well, he's. He is. Dissociative
0: um, ad- identity disorder. Yeah. And so, what's the catalyst at that point in time? that that those two personalities collide or come together. I guess
2: uh, speaking of somebody who can't sleep on a plane, maybe the fact that he's been on a lot of planes and it's a a space where some people are sleeping, some people are not. He's kind of sleepy, you know, also after work and stress and having just seen those terrible um, car crashes and all of that sort of stuff, he's probably in a state of, um, of, you know, heightened, um, his mind is kind of still thinking and going crazy Going, you know, thinking about these things. Yeah. So maybe that's maybe that's it. I don't know. Well, Tyler Just actually thought... brings it
0: up at the the end of the movie. Oh. When um, when finally it comes to light that they're the same person and yeah. he's not real, Tyler says, "You were wanting to oh, yeah. have a different life. You were wanting to get out of that monotony yep. and be more powerful. You wanted to embody everything that I am, yep. and that's why he existed. Mm. But I think." It was just that kind of he had tried to do the um, support groups mm. and then that got di- interrupted and it was that might have been the catalyst. Mm. Um, plus also he was probably attracted to Marla. But yeah, like with the, the this Tyler guy was his confident guy sitting next to him. He makes soaps for a living. Uh, and then you get to um, know... Uh, who this Tyler guy is, and he just
2: kind of just flies by the seam of his
0: pants. And, and you assume
2: pretty much from the beginning when he says he makes soaps that uh, that's a front for something else.
0: Yes. Yeah. 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 For sure. <laughs> um, but then at, in the airport when they land, he drives off in a convertible. So he really embodies this kind of person that you can see mm. the narrator admires. Yeah. And sure. looks up to. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. And so then from there, he gets home,
2: and, and there's been a explodes. terrible explosion. And he looks up, <laughs> and there's like one sp- like firing, you know, one window that's just got flames bursting out of it, and it's his his apartment. Yep. No, none of us seem to be to be uh, affected by it, and all the all the people in the building are on the grounds. And he's like, "What? And My IKEA sofa?" If you're
0: watching this for the first time, he kind of has this sort of like, ugh. Yep, that happened. Typical. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. It's kind of he does, like yeah. he's just got this exhausted um, approach to him vibe, yeah. And and it's it's like very well put together, yeah. But then you watch it back and watching it, kind of going, I, I didn't remember that the he he rigged the apartment, but I I thought oh, did that happen? That seems like it would happen. Like, he would, like, explode it so that he... I mean, it was another reason why...
1: It was to get him out of his boring life.
0: Yep, get him out of his boring life and, and make have it less, a reason to yeah. kind of connect them a bit more. But
2: also make it, like, uh, like his stuff is no longer important, right? Mm. Before that, we'd seen a scene where um, he'd gone around and... and you know he had a sofa that defined him and a and a, a coffee ta- a, a coffee table that you know represented his life or whatever and that was what he was needing to kind of get rid of um, in a very fiery way um, to be able to move on with his life and be yeah, able to
0: become extreme a different way person.
1: Very yeah. Extreme. yeah so i think to your point is um did tyler exist before they met i mm. think so because how else did he rig the apartment yeah because it was rigged yeah before true. he before they went met on the flight on the plane, yeah, yeah.
2: right. He would have been away at that time, so yeah. he would have rigged it before he got on the flight. I guess, yeah, yeah Going
1: true. going away mm-hmm. because they only met when he was coming back. True, yep. yeah. true. Mm, and so
0: then, this whole kind of period of time was just a reason for him to come into the narrator's life and change him from within, rather than being separated.
2: Did he, does he try Marla before he through. goes? Yeah, and then he and then he go then he calls Tyler Durden. Yep. And then he um goes and meets him for a drink. mm mm-hmm. And that's his very um. No, he gets bar. through
1: to Marla, but she doesn't want to have anything to do with him. And then he tries to call
2: Ah, oh, that's right.
1: Tyler and doesn't pick up, but then calls Oh him Tyler back. calls back on does the, the on star sixty nine. Yeah, right. Yeah. For, okay. For all our Gen
2: Z listeners, all ten of you, uh <laughs> it's called a um
0: What's it called? 69, reverse call. So, oh. yes, we used to have to use a coin or you, two.
1: What's a coin? Side.
0: So I was going to say, yeah. Can I,
2: can I swipe my phone with that? Um, side note, have you ever used a payphone? Yes.
1: Oh, yeah, back in, in, in the day. You
2: keep going on about being young. I, Thank you. I just gots, wanted to make that point. Because um, I grew up in a developing country. <laughs> oh, so. true. Oh, okay. Okay. Rub that in again.
0: <laughs> I was in Adelaide when I was 16 with my dad and my uncle and they left me behind they picked like my uncle picked us up in a car and they drove off without me but i luckily remembered accidentally or <laughs> i remembered their their mobile number so i went to a payphone or phone booth and put a coin in and called him and i was like um i'm not in the car
2: yeah funny yeah and they're
1: like damn it there's a there's a there's yeah. a paper trail <laughs> yeah. In, yeah.
2: um so they've they've gone for a drink in the bar they leave the bar and then Tyler Durden says hit me Mm. and they end up having a fight, and then some other people approach them as well, some other guys. Watching it,
0: not knowing the... The twist. The twist. Yeah. You kind of look at them, and they're like watching, and I'm like, oh, they're really just into fighting. And But then you watch it a second time, and you're like, oh, they're really confused. <laughs> they would have been like, on? what is this guy doing on his <laughs> own, punching
2: himself? And that was very convincing. Like, it really looks like he was hitting himself hard. Yeah, yeah. So, the the
0: contrast between mm. watching it the first time and the second time, the direction and the, the filming choices that were made, just so brilliant. Yeah, really cool. So <laughs> brilliant. And so, yeah, it kicks off this fight club, which starts off quite small. Um, but And
2: so, that was the introduction to it. Well, we got the... Uh- so I think they moved into the house and then they went back to the they underground Fight Club, Right oh, yeah, where yeah. they got then in trouble in the, for being in the car off. park. Yep. They went into the, uh, underneath the, the bar yep. and that's when the rules happened as well. Mm. So do we remember the rules?
1: The first rule about Fight Club is we don't talk about Fight Club. And what's the second, the second rule? rule? The second rule of Fight Club is we don't talk about Fight Club.
2: Which obviously everyone talks about because mm. the, the, the group gets bigger and bigger <laughs> and bigger. <laughs> so it wouldn't be able to get bigger if people weren't talking what's about it. What's the third rule? Was there a third? Rule? Oh, you, you went to up to six or seven rules. Yeah, something about taking your shirt off and your shoes off,
0: and you have to. Oh, when only one when somebody's first, only two, like two fighters, two so at one a person time. fights when, another. When
1: somebody
2: goes limp or calls um, stop, they have to stop. Have to
0: stop, but the fight goes for as long as it goes for. Yeah, I
1: don't know if it was a rule, but if you're new to, oh yeah, that was fight, a rule. Yeah, you have yeah. to fight. Yeah, you
2: you that was the last fight. rule. That was the yeah. last rule. That was quite cool. Yeah. Really interesting. Mm. And
1: yeah, shoes off, shirts off.
2: Which I was happy about. <laughs> really? I didn't know. Yeah. I thought you were all about.
0: <laughs> but Brad Pitt's aesthetic body was very, very appealing. So, I appreciate that. Thank you. Thank um, you. Finally, you agree yeah, with me.
2: Of course. <laughs> <laughs> he did manage to wear quite small shirts and quite low sitting trousers. Yeah. But I it mean, was all we're kind not, of chucked together, right? We're not
0: all about... That kind of body image, but it is nice to look at.
1: Exactly. Um, I mean, I can appreciate the aesthetic.
0: He works hard for his glutes and that V line and the abs and. Well, and what were sh- we talking about? Anyway, sorry, <laughs> but definitely just googling pictures <laughs> yeah. of Brad Pitt Fight Club right now. Wipe
1: the drool off your mouth. <laughs>
3: yeah,
0: I need a cloth. Mm. Uh, but yeah, so so they're the rules of Fight Club, but the the house itself that he finds. uh I was... I, yeah, it just made me think about whether it was... Was it an abandoned house or was it Probably. Like a, either it was abandoned or he got it for cheap and doesn't remember. Mm-hmm. It Kill, was on
1: Killed the owner that was a hoarder. Tr- potentially. It was on
2: like the wrong side of the tracks I mean, and be- it was yep. surrounded by... Um, no one else around for... Might yeah. have been
1: his first, you know, soap order. Potentially.
2: Yeah. 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 It was quite funny though. And like the brown water that came out. Oh and my God. Like... I think it was just a, a reflection of just being as opposite as possible as the to previous place life. that he used to live. Yeah, know? yeah, for sure. Yep. Mm. Marla becomes romantically involved with Tyler, which <laughs> is quite funny. Appears, she appears in the house. Well, no, remember that she calls and she's dying, and she so she calls um, she calls our narrator, and she's taken a whole lot of pills. And she's sort of, and he's very like, doesn't really give a shit about it. But then um, yeah. he leaves the phone off the hook. He's like, doesn't even bother listening to her going on about her death rattle. He doesn't and give a shit. she walks away. And then all. the next morning, um, it's ter- it turns out, according to, you know, according to what he believes to have happened, is that Tyler Durden's picked up the phone and then gone over and picked up Marla, taken her home and spent the whole night... Shagging her, Shag- shagging her brains out, mate. pounding her, and
1: you pounding know we, which makes for a, her awake. an interesting morning discussion where she's just like, "What do you mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, you know why I'm here, what we're doing." Because and then storms out.
2: Of course, with the but, twist, it was actually him that was doing all of the fucking. But the
0: thing is that she called that place, so clearly they um, Tyler had been in touch with her. Beforehand
2: Um, I think that You know this is before mobile phones Yeah So I think that um, uh, That Adorator had given Her Oh Good question No Marla said You left a forwarding number yeah, that's because he had moved from his old place to his new place. So he must because other people had called that phone up phone as well to get hold of our narrator. Yeah. So it must have been if you call the old number, it would forward through to the new number. Yeah. Mm. So for our yeah. Gen okay. Z listeners, yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's how it used to work back in the day.
1: Yeah, you'd have it, to call up the telephone yeah. service provider and, and give them your forwarding number so that they. And it would cost you
2: twice as well. It would cost you for them calling you, and it would cost you for them then forwarding to your number too. It end yeah. up being expensive if you do that. Just, not, just so you it's know. not. It's
1: not all automatic these, day, like yeah, it exactly. these days. Yeah, exactly.
0: All data. But that whole night of when when he was conscious of Tyler and Marla sleeping together, making love, fucking, whatever you want to call it, <laughs> whatever they called it.
1: Well, it sounded mm. <laughs> sounded like they were destroying the bedroom. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah.
0: Um, it was just. It was interesting to kind of picture that in in his mind he had disassociated himself from the situation but was still conscious
2: of it happening. Because he, he could hear it, right? Yeah. And also there was this kind of weird flash, flashes of vision of it as well. But, yeah. But at the, when you're watching it, you're thinking it's his imagination of what's happening kind yeah. of. But obviously afterwards you realise, actually maybe he did, there were tiny little aspects of it that he actually remembered or, or was conscious of.
1: Mm. Yeah, but yeah, it's it's interesting that he was experiencing both consci- consciences at that point in time. Yeah, true,
2: true. Yeah, true. he was conscious of both. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Yep. That's just what I said.
2: <laughs> Did you? Um, Tyler's rule is that um, that he can never, our narrator can never speak to yeah. um, to Marla about Tyler, and it's very important that 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 happens. So,
1: is it it's, just yeah. Marla or anyone? He can't no, tell it's anyone just about. Um, he
0: never tried to tell anyone else. Yeah, he never really speaks to anyone else It was about more her, just but, yeah,
2: when he was going to tell Marla, he was like, don't tell her about me. Yeah. And remember when um, our narrator um, wants to really put Marla in her place and Tyler is down the bottom of a basement and yeah. Tyler uses words and um, our narrator repeats those words and in a strong, forceful way. And it's kind of like, um, you know, he's like a puppet almost, a puppet to Tyler. It's quite interesting. Mm. so they then start this fight club and that
0: eventuates and it grows and it escalates and then there's the bit about the making soap okay and they go and they go and the best kind of um lard is human
2: oh yes gross oh my
0: god it was disgusting
2: and it's and it got caught when they were picking uh, up the, the, the yes. lard. It got oh. caught on the uh, on the barbed wire, and it was sloshing all over the place. Oh it, dear! Can you imagine the smell? Oh dear! It just like
0: complete, like fancy uh, technical term juxtaposition to his old life mm. is this raiding the bins of a. <laughs> Yeah.
2: Liposuction place. Yeah. And then and then there was the kind of joke gag about selling the fat back to the fat women that, yeah. you know, that it came from, which is, you know, not very PC now, is it? But, and, then um, he, and then he's going to all these
0: like cosmetics places, mm, exactly. Selling the soap. Yeah. And yeah. it's just this complete change for him. Yeah. And he, he's just going along for the ride. He's conscious of what Tyler's doing at this point is just going along for the ride. Mm. So, that's like the development of his character into what he wants to be. Mm. Um, And then they give out a, a fighting assignment. Homework. Homework. Yeah. And so, that is just this, I guess, cult of people being sent out just causing mayhem yeah. causing chaos and mischief absolute anarchy yeah, yeah but
1: you know to pick a fight with someone but to lose the fight yeah yeah it's kind it's of funny like is it's
2: reasonable because it's <laughs> character building yeah and it's kind of um but then picking a fight with a priest, the priest is kind of
0: oh, hilarious and, he, and the priest is just so like conflicted yeah it's like what and it's oh, adorable it's yeah. just so but
1: cute then just loses it at the end yeah, yeah exactly not, that's just and then meatloaf, the, folly of old the,
0: people. the was it meatloaf like running through like on the security camera, seeing him trying to chase people,
1: and then chasing the the bike the bicycle delivery person. Yep.
0: And then um, Tyler decides that he's gonna um, A human sacrifice, so he goes to this convenience store and picks this guy Raymond a- Raymond K. Hessler to put at gunpoint.
2: It's pretty horrible, actually. It's it? an extreme yeah. way to do it. But yeah.
0: I saw the the value or the, yeah, the, sto- the, the message th- behind yeah, it yeah, yeah. was that this guy turned out that he had kind of given up on life. Mm. And Tyler's, like, drive was to make him go and do something with his life that he wanted to do, which is exactly what he was doing with the narrator. Yeah. Actually, you're right. He blew up his apartment. Yes. You're right. So, it was this extreme kind of approach, mm. but to bring out something in someone that was there, but mm. they had just given up on. True. Yeah. And Tyler, sorry, the narrator had given up on life. Mm. 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 So, it was that interesting message and that was that key point that I was like, "Ah, oh, okay, I see that. Mm. Extreme. Yeah. But this guy ran off and T- Tyler was like, I'm going to find you. I know where you live if you are not in school. And they didn't tie it back. They didn't come back yeah, to it. Yeah. So, I would have liked to see that in some way. Yeah. Um, but there was a lot more happening. So, there wasn't really a spot True. for it. Yep. But I saw that me- message behind it. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah, I would say like in life, whenever you've made such a drastic change to your lifestyle, it's probably taken such an extreme catalyst. Mm. Absolutely. Whatever that may be.
0: Well, because... It's so easy to just be in what you're in. Yeah. And I in can't the remember. In yeah. The inertia, yeah. Um, did I say this earlier? Devil you, better the devil you know than the one you don't. Mm. So, like, it's, yeah, just takes something extreme to make yeah. that change. Yeah. Anyway, so that then kind of, from that first assignment, then escalates. And that's when Project Mayhem starts to come about.
2: And I think our narrator becomes less and less um, aware of, and, and in control, or even part of the story as well. Yeah. Um, Tyler Durden seems to be really taking over at that point. Yeah, um, And he's like, hang on, every time he wakes up, all this stuff is going on. No one will talk to him about it because they've all been told that, that they're not allowed to talk about it. That's mm. like the, the rule of Project Mayhem is that they can't talk about Project Mayhem. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, yeah. And so, we hear that at the end as well. The narrator's mm. like, have I been sleeping more? Am I
0: sleeping mm. longer? I'm out longer. Um, and that's because, yeah, Tyler's been taking over without him. Yeah. And he's losing control now. Yeah. And yep. so, Project Made Him happens. At that point, uh, that's when they start moving the guys into this building, the house,
2: and they're all wearing black, and they have to line up. To yeah, it. I think that happened before, but yeah, that's right. Yeah. Oh yeah, that, yeah, well, what, whatever it yeah. happens. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. It's quite funny, and I quite like the scene where they're lining up outside the house, and they have to be there for three days. And mm. um, our uh, Robert Paulson meatloaf character um, lines up mm. as well, and the uh, right away he's told to go away, but um, but he he packs up to go away, and. Uh, our narrator speaks to him and says, Oh look, you just have to stay there for you know, you don't quite know what they're saying. But he yeah. gives him a little hint because you know that he has quite a soft spot for him.
0: Isn't it funny? Because it would have it would have been that Tyler comes out and goes, You're too fat. Fuck off, Yeah, and yeah. And then walks inside and then comes back out and goes, No, 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 no. Oh, as in because they're the same person. <laughs> yeah, I, I know, I know, person. yeah. Actually, you're right. I didn't think about that. That's hilarious. Yeah, that's absolutely and, right. And watching it, there's moments like that, and I'm like Everyone must be so confused. But then they don't say anything. Yeah. These people around this guy are just like... They're all robots in a way, aren't they? They just take orders. But Um, I think that's also the kind of people that they are. They're looking for something. They're looking for someone to lead them and pull them out of their monotony. And this guy, no matter how... uh, Batshit crazy he is. As well he (laughs) is. Yeah. Yeah. Is just Very much. that person to do it. Yeah. 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 No, that's I true. I mean,
1: what, when I was watching the movie, I was like, okay, so when is he the narrator? And when is he time? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, funny. So, where especially we... like
1: where he's standing and what he's like observing is like, so which one is he actually at this point in time? Yeah, yeah. And yeah. then
0: it's kind of that point where it starts to really unravel. But I think the point where it starts to properly unravel is when... Uh, the narrator fights Jared Leto's character.
2: Oh, it's kind of like, I just wanted to... What does he say? I just wanted to... Um,
0: destroy something destroy beautiful. Destroy something beautiful. Or, yeah. 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 And so, you can see at that point, he's sort of... He's changed, but he's also lost control. Mm. And so, that's the point where he starts to realise... Because in, in in the movie, he's questioned things... Or like, gone. What the hell? What the hell did he do there? Like the smiley face Mm. on the on the building and stuff. And there's been things where he's questioned it, but then people are like, "Ha, good one." And then he's just not questioned it again. But then at this point, where he starts to really realize, you can see the strength in him Mm. and how the um, the power is really starting to shift towards him rather than Tyler Mm. because of that. Mm. And so then he starts to discover uh, everything that's going on and that's when Tyler disappears because of it. And I think that's the reason from my perspective is that Tyler disappears because he's not really needed anymore um, until he loses that control a little bit towards the end after he's like running around to all the different places. But we'll get to that. But yeah, I think that's the point because Tyler disappears is he has, he has become the person he wanted to be and didn't need Tyler anymore. So when Tyler disappears, um, there's a problem there because Tyler's set up this project mayhem and knows all the ins and outs of it, but the narrator doesn't. And so, then things start happening where he's losing this control again because he just doesn't know what the plan is. Mm. And everyone's telling him Project Mayhem is that we don't talk about Project yeah, Mayhem. Yeah. And he's like, what is going on? And then Bob dies.
2: Oh, his name is Paul.
0: Robert Paulson. Robert Paulson. Yeah. And so, this this beast of a Project Mayhem yeah. is just taking on a mind of its own And even when the narrator's like, no, this person is dead. Like, stop. And
2: then they decide, oh, that's one of the rules. Like, oh, we get it because you're like testing us. And when he then goes to travel a little bit later, one of the indications that he realized that this is actually like around the entire country, not just in the small space that he knows, is that he hears people using, you know, chanting his name is Robert Paulson in Across. a random place that he doesn't even realize yep. know anything about it. Yep. It's quite yeah, insightful.
0: Quite impressive.
2: Quite impressive. He really doesn't sleep, isn't he? He really needs to get a night's <laughs> sleep. Really Jeez. Sleep he's at traveling all. at night time, but he's get back home again in the day. I don't quite know. I guess it's all part of the kind of uh, yeah. Yeah, part.
0: but that that realization of who he is and who Tyler is just bit by bit and like visiting different places and everyone's like we got you. Yeah, yeah everything's all good. <laughs> Is this
1: a test.
2: Remind me what the what was what was what happened when the penny dropped that he realized that um he was that he was Tyler Durden. What happened again?
0: It was he was at a bar where this guy had this like oh, head, the head and neck bra- yes. neck brace on and was like you were here last week.
1: Yeah, you were here on Thursday.
0: What's my That's name? That's right. Yeah. And then it's like Durden, Ty- Tyler, Tyler Durden. That's right.
1: Yeah. And then he calls up Marla, and he's like, "What's my name?" Yeah. And she's like, "Tyler, Tyler." Yeah. Dillon. Like, is that what you want to hear? You, yeah. You sick psychopath. You want me to say your name? Say that's your name? right. That's right. <laughs> you just yeah. made
0: that up because that's not what happened. That's <laughs> what happened. <laughs> no, she- he says, "Did we? Did we have? Oh, did we? Okay." He oh, starts, did we starts off with, it? "Did we have sex? No, yeah. Did we make love?" She then says, "Is that what you want to hear, Tyler?" Oh. She doesn't. He doesn't ask her what my name is. Yeah, no, she
1: uses the name, no, and then okay. she didn't say, so then, but "Is that what says, you want to hear?" Is that what wait, you want to hear? What did you say? Yeah. And then she's like, "Your name is Tyler Dern. and then, uh, but then she says it That's over right. and over again. Is that what you want to hear? Yeah. Uh-huh.
2: And then we get some flashbacks to, yeah. to what really happened. Yes, which is fun.
0: It's fun to watch, but also really sad to, to think about the fact that he's this whole perception of what his reality is, is completely yeah, wrong. Yeah. Um, but to watch it back and see him fighting with himself and him burning his hand on his own. Oh, yeah. And, like, having sex with Marla and all this stuff. And, like, to us, we're there with him going, oh, my God. Yeah.
2: Yeah. It was pretty shocking the first time I watched it. I had no idea. I I, I definitely know that. Yeah. Also... I just want to jump back to when he
0: when he picks the fight with his boss. Oh, I love that cuz that's sort very of in funny. this realm. Yeah. Do you think that Tyler was doing that or he cause was he doing it to himself?
1: I uh, think I think that was the very beginning of him starting to channel Tyler cuz there are points where Yeah, he was definitely inspired by
2: by Tyler.
1: Prior to the actual well, you know, fight scene, quote unquote, he starts you know, the I don't, I don't know if it's the exact same scene, but the manager comes in with the piece of paper going, What is this like the, the first rule of fight club? Oh yeah, oh, no, yeah. before
0: that that's
2: before that yeah. was on the And then yeah, he kind
1: right. of just stands up and is channeling Tyler and yeah. he confronts the yeah boss with this yeah monologue.
2: And the scene where he like fights himself with um with the boss, um that's during their homework assignment where they had to fight somebody and they lose had to a fight. fight. yeah, it, yeah. So yeah, that was yeah. really interesting. And yeah. I was watching it
0: the way that he did it, it looked like it was two people. Yeah, actually.
3: So I wasn't right.
0: sure whether it was actually Tyler or he was just picking a fight with himself because mm. he didn't really look like he knew exactly what he was doing mm. until the last bit where he was like, "Please don't hit me again." And people were like walking in and that's yeah, yeah he he was being paid. Yeah, yeah. So yeah,
2: yeah that's anyway. Right.
1: And I like I like how it kind of he orchestrated it because then it ended up being you know and he says it afterwards it's like Fight Club is now you know under corporate sponsorship. Oh yeah, yeah. he got paid. He yeah. got paid. That's where he got all the flights. <laughs> yeah.
2: that's how it was how he managed to to fly all over the country how to be hilarious. able to set up these different um fight clubs.
0: Yeah. Um. So then where do we go? Like the last bit is he realizes what Project Mayhem is. Mm-hmm. They're gonna bomb. All these different major credit cards, Mm -hmm. uh, companies, and the reason is because you wipe the state clean.
2: Yeah. So, there's zero debt and everyone starts from scratch again. Yeah. So, that was really, really clever. Yeah. 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 Um, Wouldn't work now, of course, with cloud. uh, No. (laughs) Anyway, back to the 90s. It was a good time. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, so right at the end, he ends up being a hostage yep. in the building um, where he is uh, kind of perfectly positioned to watch all the buildings mm-hmm. explode. And when he realizes that the only way to kill Tyler is to kill himself mm-hmm. or to kind of like trick his mind into thinking he's killing himself, is to put the gun in his mouth and shoot I- Honestly, don't believe you could actually survive that. No, there is too much blood not. going on and too too close to all the... Especially being able to walk afterwards, but... And know, talk. And talk. And talk. But I guess that's all part of, you know, it's a movie. We yeah. Can, we can suspend disbelief. It's, it's fictional. Yeah. Is it? i <laughs> so. <if> so.
0: <laughs> but yeah, so, so then to... Like in an act of saying it's over between us, like a major breakup, shots, shoots himself in the neck or the face mm-hmm. or the mouth... And then lives happily ever after with Marla, but he couldn't stop Project Mayhem, and so everything gets bombed. Well,
2: Martha, Marla ends up there at one point, yeah. and so she's there, and the very last scene is them holding hands, looking out onto the onto the cityscape and seeing all the buildings explode. And the question is, what's next? What's next? What happens? And is Tyler really gone,
0: or when things when he loses control again, will Tyler come back? Will Tyler be back? Can he really mm. be killed? I don't necessarily know from an uh, inclusivity <laughs> perspective. It was very male-centric. It was very white-centric. Yeah, very much. Um, yeah, so... I suppose
1: what we would consider today is toxic masculinity Extremely centric. toxic.
0: Yeah. But also from a... Just like... Yeah, anarchy point of view. Like we're beyond we be above the law, um and just causing trouble
2: as opposed to anything else. Scott's just pulling up Brad Pitt. Sorry, yeah. got distracted by his abs again. Speaking of toxic Speaking of Toxic Masculinity,
1: is that your new desktop background?
2: Maybe it will be. But it's also,
0: I think, reflective of a certain part of our society that there are people that need that kind of belonging in, in a boys club of sorts. Yeah, yeah. Um, for an outlet, I guess, I think it would be appropriate like there's there's an appropriate kind of message around f- being with like-minded people and being able to um, express and have belonging with a group but then yeah the i guess the the main message if you're not looking below the surface is yeah let's go and cause trouble and we we find solace and happiness in in bucking
2: it, the system i think it's also like kind of a call to action for people who are being who feel like they're being crushed by the world they 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 feel like second class citizens they're not being seen by People that are rich, you know, or most of the people that were part of Project Mayhem were people that had the kinds of um, worker-type jobs, you know. A lot mm. of the sort of positions held those kind of positions, and so I feel like maybe um, it was a lot of it was about. I feel like maybe a lot of it was about um, empowering them. Maybe not in the way that we would <laughs> encourage them to do that now, but yeah. definitely it was that was an aspect of it.
0: Mm. From a queer perspective could you relate
2: anything to it from a queer perspective only that well there was a cute little scene where they were kind of kind of there was a kind of gag about them being a couple where um tyler's going out dressed as dressed in his tux to um as a uh, to go and serve i think it was he was going as a waiter mm. and they kind of there was kind of that sort of thing but um that was i think that was more of a gag than kind of like a real kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, um I mean I've I was going I'm going to talk about this a bit later but there's like fan theories about them being gay as being um or as about about Adorator being gay and that sort of stuff but mm. I don't know. I think that's really stretching it a little bit. What what do you think, Clint?
1: Well, I mean, basically everything you just said about that wanting to belong to something to feel um Part of a community. Part of a community. Yeah, that's true. Heard, seen, all that kind of stuff. Very much, yeah, you're right. I mean, it's not something that we would naturally look, you know, when we're looking at this movie, kind of identifying with it because it's quite a negative...
2: Extreme. Extreme. (laughs) Mm. Yeah.
1: But, yeah. The the reasons why they're doing it are, you know, are relatable. Yeah, Yeah.
2: that's fair. That's good. Yeah,
0: cool. I, I wanted to compare it to... Someone that you admire and someone you see um, as someone that you want to be, yeah. Um, and like forgetting all common sense and just going with it. Um, I've definitely fallen in love with guys or fallen for guys. I don't think I've really been in love, maybe once, um, but I had this lust mm. for for something and had feelings for someone where they've been something that I have wanted to be yeah, yeah or they make me feel good about myself yeah and so you easily lose all common sense or you look past uh their flaws or their red flags because
2: you're like I, I want that in my life mm. I could say that like yeah I think you're right I think like really early friendships like friendships when I was a teenager before I had even come out or even knew, knew what my feelings were for, for guys. Um, the types of friends that I had were kind of like the types of guys that I admired or mm-hmm. thought were handsome or liked, you know, what they, their personality. And, and it was definitely kind of like one of those, I want to be like them. And I guess you could, yeah, that's yeah. a similar kind of thing. A bit, yeah.
1: I, I could say the same for me, probably in my primary school years, mm. the, the, pe- the guys that I would tend to be attracted, um, well, gravitate to. Yeah. Uh, you know, in my naive brain, I thought it was because I wanted to be around them because I thought they were cool. But you know, in reflection, I was also actually attracted to yeah, them. Yeah. Yeah. Um,
2: I think so too. Yeah. 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 No, that's good.
0: So, yeah, I don't think from a, I don't think the whole story in itself could really, I can see much comparison to a, a queer comparison. But yeah, that, that were just a few. I mean,
1: you know, we could, we could, uh, what do you call it? Congregate and blow shit up. <laughs> we <laughs> could
2: also talk about toxic masculinity in the queer community, but that's a whole different story. Oh. Let's not talk about that. Okay,
1: let's yes, move that's, on. That's <laughs> Tell us some I interesting mean, facts. There's, I got some there's, facts. There's toxic queer. What's the equivalent of it's toxic?
2: You know, it's like the whole mask for mask reminder and gaze, all that stuff.
1: Gay masculinity.
2: <laughs> sure. <laughs>
0: Take that microphone
2: away from me. Yeah. Have another... Finish your glass of wine. <laughs> too much wine. All right. Yeah, we're
0: ready yeah. for some fun One facts? One glass of wine, too much wine. It's a cheap facts. date. All right. You ready? Yeah. So, other than... Oh, we'll get... No, we'll get to it. I won't jump. Um, I have a list and I'm not going to jump. Okay. Matt Damon was the first name... ...considered, no. considered for the lead of um, of the narrator.
2: He could do... It. Oh, I'm as the narrator? Yeah. I'm trying to think of him in I the 90s. I would have preferred it,
1: but yeah, sure. <laughs>
0: Brad Pitt had his teeth chipped, his front teeth chipped for this role. What? He had them fixed afterwards quite expensively, but he apparently, and was not asked to, he did it to like really commit to the role. What a waste. I didn't even notice his teeth were chipped. I didn't either. (laughs) (laughs) Noticed his abs. Rosie O'Donnell hated this movie so much She spoiled it for her viewers on her TV show. She was like, don't go and see it, and told them the twist. Really? Yeah. Oh, well. Yeah. There you go.
2: I mean, Uh, I can see why some people
0: might hate it, honestly. We've already talked about Edward Norton's character um, not having a name or is never confirmed. However, he named himself different things when he went to the different support groups. And then when he's talking about I Am Jack's... Self-esteem, or whatever he names himself Jack. In those, yeah,
2: yeah. In a lot of, the, in some of the things I was reading, they called him Jack, even though officially he doesn't have a name.
0: Yeah. So the question is, I guess from that, is the narrator actually the, the original? Evil? Yeah, the original personality or not? But anyway, mm. um, Brad Pitt was paid seven times as much as Edward Norton. Oh,
2: well,
1: I mean, I'm not surprised. Yeah. He
0: chipped so his teeth <laughs> for that, so yeah. <laughs> he um, used it to fix him.
1: Um, you, he he had that body for that. Uh, have you yeah. seen
2: Have you seen American History X? Yes. Uh, so Edward Norton got a body like that it, for that movie. For that for movie. that movie, yeah, but anyway. not anyway, for this. Movie. It's possible. It's you know. Anyway, that's another
0: story. Um, Tyler Durbin, like Clint said in the beginning, appears five times before the narrator meets him. Four are just flashes. So uh, at one of the support groups, he flashes up. When he's chasing after Marla into the alley, he flashes up. There's a couple of other ones on the um, conveyor belt. Conveyor belt? Yeah, the conveyor belt. Yeah, Um, Like with the... Escalator. escalator. The horizontal escalator. Uh, But there's also...
2: Travelator? It's called a travelator. A travelator.
0: Uh, The fifth one is he's in the hotel welcome video. When oh, he, I when he takes that. him to a hotel. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Mm, so that was pretty interesting. Out for that next time. My last one mm. is that there is a Starbucks coffee cup in almost every scene.
2: Oh my god! I, I, it's a reason to watch it again. Really?
0: How cool is I, that? that is actually I did notice
1: that, but then I didn't pay I think, attention to that. Yeah.
0: I think the um, the director said it's every scene but then one of the fa- uh, fa- fun facts was yeah almost every scene almost so i'm not sure scene. if it's every that's scene or ha- almost That's actually really cool that's funny. Yeah there well, you probably go. probably
1: every scene but then some scenes were cut out maybe? Maybe,
2: maybe. maybe. So yeah. So what do we what does that make Starbucks? It's like the the coffee We've for had the had sponsor? the coffee for the everyman. <laughs> like, you know, it, it's not it's not pretentious, it's not and not that thankfully special. Thankfully
1: it's not here in Perth. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. true, true, true. Although i wouldn't mind trying the pumpkin spice latte. Oh, yes. Gross. Alright, like any, shall
0: any we go on to the where to are they now? Uh, let's do it, Clint.
1: Sure. So I'm going to skip um, the obvious ones like Edward Norton um, and Brad Pitt because just IMDB them if you really want to know. <laughs> They're in everything. Are they? <laughs> Edward Norton? Surprisingly, yes. After the Hulk flop. <laughs> oh, yes. But yeah. No, he is still in um, on on screen. Anyway, so um, I thought a fun little fact was the director David Fincher has actually done three other films that, that also all? feature Brad Pitt. Oh, oh they're buddies. cute! Yes, thank you. Let me finish <laughs> what I was saying. Tell me more. So his next movie, which was Seven, starred Brad Pitt. Oh Amazing. yes, sorry um, but he's also done kind of more notable films like. Gone Girl, Zodiac, The Social Network, Mm. Girl with the Dragon Tattoo, Mm. Alien 3.
2: They all have a really cool aesthetic, I think, all of those movies. They really have a a vibe.
1: Um, And then, yeah, so Curious Case of Benjamin Button was another one of his films, which had Brad Pitt. Um, He also did Panic Room, and then World War Z, which also stars Brad Pitt. Was Brad Pitt in Panic Room? No, no, no. This is the director. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Okay. But yeah, so Case of Benjamin Button, World War Z, Seven, also starred Brad Pitt. Mm, Cool. Cool. And then uh, Screenplay, um, which was done by Jim Earls. So that's kind of, you know, um, adapting the novel into screenplay, into a script, etc. So that was Jim Earls. And uh, his next kind of notable one was Jumper which had Hayden Christensen. I mean, it was fine, but it was I terrible. I loved it.
2: Hayden Christensen was awful in it. I don't think he's acted since then.
1: Sure. No comment. But yeah. Samuel L. Jackson was also in it. Mm, loved terrible, it. Terrible. I loved it. It was terrible. a great sci-fi. It was terrible. Anyway. Bust it. Um, Jared Leto, obviously, we've talked about. He was Angel Face. Um, so his kind of next notable um, movie after that was The Dallas Buyers Club in 2013, which... Actually, earned him an Oscar. Um, And then lastly, I thought, you know, Meatloaf, who played Robert um, Paulson. Um, I guess, you know, the last on screen appearance from him was in 2018, and he hasn't recorded anything since 2022. Because he died. Because he, oh, you, (laughs) I'm glad you knew that this (laughs) time. I
2: knew it last time. It was this one over here that didn't know it last time. Thank
1: you. I'm aware. So, if you don't know what that joke's about, listen to the yeah, episode two. Exactly. Um, and that's all from me. Excellent. That was good. Thank you. If you want to know where everyone else is at now, just go to IMDB or Wikipedia.
2: So, I decided to look at some fan theories and I saw a few different ones. Some of them were quite interesting and a bit funny, like... Um, like Uh, that Cameron from Ferris Bueller's Day Off is the narrator. But I don't want to go into those too much. Um, Or that Ferris Bueller's Day Off is... that Actually, Fight Club is a sequel to Ferris Bueller's Day Off. That was quite funny too. Oh, yeah. Um, I don't want to go into those too much. My favourite one that I saw and that I've thought about a lot ever since was that Marla is actually one of the personalities that our narrator has.
1: Oh. And it's funny that you say that. Yeah. Because before you arrived here today, yeah. I actually suggested the very same thing Did you? to Ian. Yeah. Well, I was like watching this, I'm not sure if she's an actual person exactly. or if she's just one of the personalities. That's exactly. so interesting. Yeah, yeah. So if you watch it from that
2: perspective and you start seeing all the scenes that she's in – we we brought it up earlier, but for example, when they're in the um in the um A you know, Alcoholics Anonymous and all all of those yeah. support groups, groups. All the support groups. She's always at the back. She's never spoken to, she's yeah. never received. Really no one seen. interacts with no her. No one interacts with her. She's always um, kind of on her own. One of the rules that Tyler has that he, is that um that our narrator's not allowed to talk to Marla about um, Tyler. Tyler. And now both now if both of them are imaginary friends, it might be quite conflicting to speak to one imaginary friend about another imaginary friend, you know? Yeah, love um, that. Yeah, and there are lots of scenes where they... Um, that Marla mirrors our narrator as well. So, for example, in the very, very last scene, where they're standing watching all of the buildings explode, they're both dressed almost the same. They're both wearing similar coats that end at the same point and they're both like they really it's a silhouette at the same height there's a lot of kind of little subtle um suggestions that maybe marla is actually um is actually an imaginary friend she also dresses in a really similar way to tyler durden um in the way that she wears clothes and, yeah. and it's kind of the similar similar style similar vibe
1: and you never see all three of them together exactly exactly so it's only ever two of them in the same yep room yep. that you know Tyler might be on the other side of the door or the, narr- or the narrator might be on the other side of the door but yeah all three of them are never in the same room together so, so. if you watch this again
2: watch it from that perspective and you'll start having questions it you know it's not confirmed it's a it's a, a, fan theory but I really like it and I think it could be real yeah but interesting yeah I love that it's quite cool hey it's a very cool I wish I thought of it myself unlike Clint who did think of it themselves very impressive.
1: You're welcome.
0: You're welcome. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Awesome. So that was the best one. Well, there you go. So, that's our review of
2: Fight Club. We're and ready for the last bit. Mm. Uh, let's not go. We don't need to explain it. We've talked about it already. Let's just say whether it's trusted or busted. Uh, Clint, what do you think? Is it trusted or was it busted?
1: I'm on the fence. Okay. Tell yeah. it. Okay. Now I do want an
2: explanation. I didn't want one, but I do now. <laughs>
1: Well, I mean, I think if if I don't put it into present day context, I would say trust yeah. it. But the whole point of this review is that we're kind of reviewing it with In the way we think of movies sure. now. Mm. And so I would say it's busted. Okay, good. Fair. Yeah. Cool.
2: What do you think, Ian? I'm
0: on the same path as you. I'd say it's busted but I am torn because I really enjoy it yeah, and it's such a good twist. But in today's society, probably wouldn't live up to our kind of like... Yeah, so I, I,
1: I would love to hear yeah. from, you know, our listeners, anyone that's got a similar perspective to Rosie O'Donnell had back in the day, you know, do they, do they have that perspective now when they're looking at it or... Or do they think it's amazing? I don't know. Mm.
2: Scott, I'm, what's yours? I'm still going to say that it's trusted only because I um, I can talk about all the issues with it now to do with you know toxic masculinity, toxic masculinity and that sort of thing, but because I did still thoroughly enjoy it and put that little compartment in my head aside, mm-hmm. <laughs> I was still able to um appreciate it and enjoy it for lots of things other than even even the storyline like the um the visuals and all of that sort of stuff. Mm. So I guess
0: from a I would say it's trusted from an entertainment point of view. Yep. But in terms of
1: expectations of well,
0: movies No. Too? Um yeah. So let's have a more diverse cast. Yeah, of that's true. More female characters, more um you know, black and Asian, and you know just the variety of different
2: homosexuals.
0: Homosexuals, sure, all of that kind of stuff. Yeah. That all of that diversity and inclusion include that in, and then you'll be trusted.
2: So officially, it's busted. Yeah, two out of two three. Two out of three. Fair, fair. There we go. I can stand by it. So I think it's time for us to to
0: get to the next.
1: What are we going to watch next? Oh, yeah. yeah.
0: Where's the R2-D2 bucket? Ooh. Have you got the R2-D2
2: bucket? Let, Let bucket.
1: me get the bucket. Ooh, ooh,
0: ooh. Don't kick it.
2: <laughs> is it No, it's, it's yours. Oh, it's my turn. Clint's turn. Yes, yeah. this is for our fourth fourth movie. Yes.
0: This is number four.
2: <laughs> Very excited. It is our fourth movie. I'm excited. And you
0: know what? We've had such a good variety of, of movies too. I know. We let's have, keep we it have. going. Let's
2: do it. Let's do it. Don't say it's... Ha uh, <laughs> ha! Here we go. Here comes the gag about. Okay.
1: Fingers crossed everybody. Pray. I really hope it's not.
2: I hope it's not. <laughs> that it's Mr. I far. hate that movie.
1: <laughs> oh, one just popped out. That one. That
2: one's one just men- popped out. Okay. That's the one, one, one meant is meant it to be. This is to is If it popped out.
1: That's what he said.
2: What is it? Here we go. Boom.
1: Biodome Oh dear I oh don't even no. know this movie So Well You've
2: seen it This
0: is with Paulie
2: Paulie uh,
0: Shaw sure? Awful,
1: Paulie awful sure? movie
2: Okay oh. Hilarious I think I've seen it Damn once Damn it Why did I put this I in Don't even remember this I wanted to put it in you, Because I, d- I didn't want them To this all is be on like you. Amazing good movies Okay Oh well, dear I'm really sorry <laughs>
0: listeners Trusted or Busted was recorded on Wajak Nunga Bujja.
1: Trusted or Busted? Like and subscribe on all the ways you can listen to podcasts. Follow us on the socials at Trusted or Busted or find us online at queerperth.com. Catch <laughs> you later. Thank you, bye. Ciao.
0: I thought you were telling me to stop because I was waffling.
2: No. <laughs> you always waffle. <laughs> if I said stop, you wouldn't speak. <laughs> <laughs> Uh,
0: (laughs) All right, so.